When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Space junk enters Earth's atmosphere almost every day. Specialists from Earth track most of it. Around 400 such incidents happen every year. But not all space debris can be tracked. Some fragments of satellites may fall to the ground. That would give us meteor showers every night. Junk falling from the sky develops huge speed, which implies severe destruction. Fortunately, none of this really happens. Very few people had the chance to observe the falling space debris. There were almost no cases in history when fallen satellites damaged someone else's property. To find out what happens to space objects during the fall, you'd need to understand how they managed to fly around Earth for so long. Imagine you work for the Meteorological Service. Today, you're launching a satellite into Earth's orbit to monitor the climate of the planet. The satellite is installed on a rocket. The rocket takes off and reaches the speed of 25,000 miles per hour. This is faster than the speed of a bullet and the speed of sound. This acceleration is necessary for the satellite to overcome the gravitational attraction of the planet. As soon as the satellite goes into space, into the upper atmosphere, the rocket simply falls off. But it's given the satellite the necessary speed and energy to make its motion possible. This movement is called momentum. The satellite is located at an altitude of thousands of miles from Earth. But still, gravity pulls it down. Momentum and gravitational forces make the satellite fly in a circular trajectory around the planet. This trajectory is called an orbit. At this speed, the satellite could move further into outer space, but the force of gravity pulls it down. Our meteorological satellite is balancing between these two forces, and it's quite difficult to find this balance. The closer the satellite is to the planet, the stronger the effect of gravity. To stay in such an orbit, the satellite must fly very fast. Here's our satellite entering orbit and developing incredibly fast speed. And now you can see one of the reasons for its failure. Thousands of other space objects are flying past the satellite at the same speed. The slightest collision can lead to devastating consequences. Currently, about 500,000 pieces of space junk are flying around Earth. These can be small pieces, the size of a tennis ball, or huge ones, the size of a subway car or a bus. There are also tiny fragments of satellites. If two pieces of spacecraft collide with each other, they fly apart into thousands of small segments. The number of them can reach up to 170 million. The planet's orbit is filled with unnecessary debris rushing at great speed. Most of them are tiny, the size of a grain of sugar, but they are no less destructive than the decommissioned segments of rockets that deliver satellites into orbit. 
For example, a single drop of paint can damage a spacecraft if it's flying at 30,000 miles per hour. To avoid this, engineers calculate the routes of satellites they launch in advance. They also cover it with a strong protective layer of various metals. The more orbital debris flies around the planet, the more accidents happen. And the more accidents happen, the more orbital junk appears. This is an endless circle. But scientists try to develop strategies to clean up Earth's orbit. The next cause of accidents is the Sun. Our star is constantly releasing high-energy particles. These particles collide with everything that gets in their way. And when they crash into satellites, they can change their trajectory and slow down momentum. There's a shield in the upper layers of the atmosphere, the Earth's magnetic field. Satellites fly inside this shield. The field reflects solar radiation from the planet, but there are places on Earth where this shield is weaker. And when satellites fly past such spots, they receive a large amount of radiation. It disables navigation and the stable operation of all systems. Fortunately, accidents caused by solar radiation are rare. Another reason is the change in the gravitational field of Earth. Our planet is in motion. Its internal processes can change the shape of the gravitational field. These changes can disrupt the satellite's flight path around the orbit. Fortunately, such gravity failures are insignificant. They can only cause the satellite to fall after a few years. And the most important reason why satellites fall is people disconnecting them. If a satellite can no longer transmit data or is outdated, specialists simply make it fall. Another common reason is the lack of fuel. If the satellite runs out of it, it's impossible to control it. It turns into a senselessly flying object. That's why experts use the remaining fuel to slow down the satellite and bring it out of orbit. Scientists plan such operations well. They stop the satellite at a certain moment so it can fall over deserted areas of the oceans. The satellite falls and passes through Earth's atmosphere at great speed. The lower layers create strong pressure and friction on space junk. These processes generate a huge amount of heat. The satellite catches fire and falls apart. Most of it simply burns. The remaining debris falls in remote places of the planet. This method works when the satellite is flying close to Earth. Some space objects are located far from the planet. The Earth's magnetic field is much weaker there. In such cases, it's easier to use the remaining fuel to go beyond the gravitational force. They just send a satellite to float into outer space. Pieces of rockets, large metal remnants of old satellites, and other debris can't be controlled. All these pieces fall into the atmosphere of the planet and turn into ash. The smaller the falling object is, the fewer chances it has to reach the ground. Big junk can survive in the atmosphere. Fortunately, such objects are monitored by special services. When an old satellite enters Earth's orbit, people already know in advance where it will land. And if someone is in this territory, they will be evacuated. But this happens quite rarely. People only use a small percentage of the total land area for living. More than 70% of the planet is covered with water. If the atmosphere can't burn space debris, then water will destroy it. Space objects either fall into the ocean or in sparsely populated areas of Earth. 
the probability of a satellite hitting someone's house is really small. But if that happens, then, according to the law, the house owner will be compensated for the damage. Whatever country you live in, the company that built the fallen satellite will be to blame. This company is obliged to pay all losses. Falling space junk has its favorite location on our planet. This place is even called the Satellite Cemetery. Point Nemo is a conditional spot in the world ocean, the most distance from any land on Earth. It's very difficult to get there, and it's not much easier to get out. If you find yourself in this place, you need to sail more than 1,000 miles to get to the nearest island. Moreover, the distance to the International Space Station from this place is smaller than to the nearest land. If you suddenly find yourself on a ship at Point Nemo and you run out of fuel and don't have a radio, then you need to think about what signal to send to the sky. Astronauts from the ISS may notice you and inform the Coast Guard of your location. Almost no ships sail here. That's why all companies throw their satellites away in this place. The blast wave, the force of the impact from the junk, will dissolve in the boundless ocean. The bottom of this place is covered with space debris. Falling satellites do no harm to sea creatures. Point Nemo is one of the most lifeless places in the world. Cold, nutrient-rich water doesn't get here. There's hardly any wind that's carrying a lot of organic substances through the ocean. In simple words, there's no necessary amount of food for the development of large life forms. Right now, satellites are falling in Point Nemo and slowly sinking to the seabed.